0: Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis-trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go! Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. This is the first episode of Many and my hope is that you will learn something from each of these episodes that you're going to walk away with actionable things that you can implement in your life and hopefully you're just going to better understand the mechanism behind why you might be experiencing inflammation and what effects you may be seeing from that inflammation. So today's focus is gonna be on the physical impact of inflammation. We're gonna be discussing what types of symptoms that this can be, as well as we're gonna be uncovering what's going on under the surface that may be causing these symptoms in the first place. Additionally, we're gonna be discussing what symptoms may be associated with your inflammation. And then at the end, we're going to be going over an actionable strategy so that you can then implement something today so that you can reduce your inflammation. So my goal for this podcast is to not only dig into the mechanism of what is going on under the surface so that you can better strategize solutions for how you can feel better, but In each episode, I'm going to be offering to you an actionable strategy so that you can then, after listening to this episode, go out and help yourself to feel better. That's going to be my goal throughout all of these episodes is to bring you not only the science, but bring that science to you in a way that you can actually understand and use. So... With this episode being focused on kind of that physical evidence of inflammation, I think a really good place to start is by answering the question, why you should care about better understanding the effect of inflammation. Why should you care, right? Why Why do you need to go into the mechanism? Many of you might say something like, well, I I want to have more energy. I guess that could be a reason, right? Or I want to ache less during the day. That could be another reason why you might want to reduce your inflammation. But if this is true, I want to challenge you to consider a reason that might just dig a little bit deeper than that. Because I personally like to view my physical symptoms as the unique language that my body speaks to me. So every day, my body is telling me a story through the only way that it can communicate with me. And that is how I feel. Some days, my body might communicate with me from a symptom like brain fog. Or maybe another day, it could be insomnia or bloat or fluid retention. Some days my body will speak to me through difficult weight loss or anxiety. And then other days my body is totally quiet and content and just happy being that silent partner in my life. But really that language is the only way that my body can communicate to me for what's going on under the surface, behind the scenes that it's having to deal with on a day-to-day basis. And what I find fascinating is how little many people that I know actually tune into or listen to what their bodies are trying to tell them. I hear these excuses or... It's kind of almost like a poo-poo of that language that your body's trying to tell you like, oh, I'm just getting older or I'm just exhausted from work or there's whatever million other reasons for why you might be feeling off. But little thought is given to what your system might be trying to tell you. And most of the thought is focused on what you can add to make you feel better. Instead of seeking to better understand how you can from the ground up help your body to feel better. So what's what I often see is in an attempt to kind of deaden the symptom, to deaden what your body is trying to tell you, you know, there's pain medication that can help to get rid of the joint aches or there's Pepto to get rid of an upset stomach or You know, other diarrhea medications. There's melatonin if you're just not sleeping super great. Or there's alcohol that you can use to buffer away the exhaustion or overwhelm of the day. Tylenol to reduce a fever. There's there's just so many different ways that you can deaden your symptoms. But I instead challenge you to consider that maybe deadening those symptoms shouldn't be the goal in the first place. What if instead we chose to listen to our body and from that information seek to understand what your body might be trying to tell you? It would be a shift of being burdened by symptoms to instead becoming curious what your partner in life is trying to tell you. And you may already know this, but I just want to reiterate that your body is extremely interactive with the environment that you live in. So it's always doing work behind the scenes to keep you safe. It's like Disneyland. <laughs> and the workers that you know are there doing all the work to make the park beautiful and running fluidly and, and becoming this optimal experience... But you know that there's so much going on behind the scenes in order for that reality to take place, right? So a few examples of how your body is that worker bee behind the scenes is it's always removing toxins. It's always reversing oxidative stress. It's doing temperature control, temperature regulation, or it's neutralizing perceived threats. It's creating and storing energy. It's thinking thoughts and deciphering electrical signals so that you can understand the stimuli of the world around you. Your body is generating movements. It's removing dead and dying debris. It's regenerating cells. Like it might not feel like it at times, but your body seriously has your back on a daily basis in ways that you can't even fathom. It is phenomenal. When you dig into the science just what your body is doing for you as you sit in your chair, (laughs) as you watch your Netflix episode. It doesn't matter. Your body's always doing work for you. But this is not a one-sided relationship. Your body can't do it all. And I think you might have already been tuned into that reality, right? This is the part where we get to manage our body with the capacity of our human brain. With our brain, we can listen to how our body reacts to our environment and we can choose to do things that help to reduce inflammation. So we can choose the foods that we eat so that it doesn't promote inflammation. We can avoid chemicals or we can avoid chronic exposure to something that might be causing us harm. We can even have the capacity to use our brain to manage our brain in order to reduce the perception of danger or the perception of fear or threat and actually achieve a more balanced hormone or neurotransmitter environment. Physical inflammation, it can look different for everyone. And for most, it includes symptoms like achy joints or headaches, bloating, cramping, diarrhea, some people constipation, but it seems primarily more on the diarrhea side, brain fog, insomnia, difficult weight loss, food cravings, anxiety. Like These are just to the tip of the iceberg and the symptoms that are kind of the most classic revolving around inflammation. And what's fascinating is that these symptoms can arrive not just from the physical triggers like food or chemicals or whatever you're being exposed to in your environment, but they can equally show up from leading a life with an unmanaged mind. So what I mean by this is that there's two sides of the coin with physical inflammation. There's The tangible things that you're eating, exposing, ingesting, absorbing, like there's all of these physical things that your body is reacting to. But the other side of the coin is the management of your mind and your perception of the world around you. Your body only speaks in one language, right? It only speaks in symptoms. And sometimes those symptoms might be coming from a physical reaction from a food that you're eating, but it might also be coming from an emotion that you're feeling or something, a traumatic event that happened in your life. Like an example of this, have you ever known anyone to go through an emotionally traumatic event and then mysteriously start having all kinds of health challenges? So often it starts with GI issues, but then maybe if it's if the mind remains unmanaged, or if there isn't the work to reduce that physical exposure to whatever is causing these symptoms in the first place, then maybe it can progress into weight issues or sleep issues, or maybe even different chronic diseases can come about, heart disease, diabetes. Or for a lot of you, it turns into autoimmune conditions where your immune system turns on itself. It doesn't even know who to attack anymore because it just knows it feels threatened. So it turns on itself. So the reason behind this is simple to me and I hope to you too. And that is that physical inflammation can be equally triggered through the way that you manage your mind and the way that you perceive the world around you, in addition to physical exposures. Simply put, (laughs) if you feel threatened, emotionally, physically, whatever the thing, so will your body and your body will react in the only way that it knows how. And that is chemical warfare. So, for those of you wanting to dig into the weeds a little bit in the science, I want to kind of dig into that physical inflammation can even be elevated based on the genetic code that you possess. Some people have genetic variations that may lead their body to being at baseline a little bit more on alert. Right, That immune system is just a little bit more engaged and kind of looking for a threat, looking for something to target. And their system, their inflammatory system, just may have that low-grade activation on a daily basis because of the genetics that they possess. And some people have genetic variations which may also lead to a slowing of core cellular processes whose function is solely to protect you these genetic variations may even lead to a predisposition to show symptoms even with very little exposure or perceived threat. But I think what's fascinating too is that even if your genes have no variations, your, all of these different processes are humming along and there's no complications, you can actually also have a system bottleneck because there's depletions in specific nutrients that lead to inflammation just because these processes are being slowed down. So long story short, from the perspective of genetics, you can have low-grade inflammation from whether it be a toxin bottleneck, Oxidative stress accumulation, an overactivated immune system, a nutrient deficiency. But in addition to genetics, you might also be experiencing physical symptoms from the types of foods or chemicals that you're eating or being exposed to, whether you're breathing it in or putting it on your skin. But then the the other side of the coin that's most often overlooked is through how you manage your mind and we're going to dig more into these topics in future episodes, I just wanna scratch the surface and just help you to have a better understanding of the many different areas that may be leading to the symptoms that you're experiencing every day. So today, as promised, I want to help you to understand more of the mechanism behind why you may be experiencing symptoms, but my hope is that when you understand more of the mechanism that you're gonna be more equipped to know how to shift things in your life so that you feel better. And sometimes, most of the time, these aren't big changes. These aren't big night and day dramatic shifts that you need to make in your life. Sometimes just a little thing, a little tweak can cause a world of difference in regards to your symptoms. So with this podcast, as I said, I always want to leave you with an actionable thing that you can do, you can implement right here, right now. And when it comes to inflammation, I think the quickest and the easiest way to reduce your symptoms will be from a food perspective because we all eat food <laughs> and we eat a lot of food most of the day. So of course, your body is going to be very reactive to foods or it's going to, um, it's going to sometimes feel threatened by certain types of foods. So I want you to remove from your diet for a temporary period of time soy, wheat, and dairy. So 98% of my clients are affected by at least one of these, if not many or all three of these. And it's going to present itself in many different ways. So for some, like I said before, it could be through body aches or it could be through insomnia or difficult weight loss or fluid retention. There's so many different ways that your system might tell you that it just doesn't really like dealing with these certain different foods, So the strategy I want you to implement is to completely remove all three of these food items for at least two weeks. And my ask of you is that you check your labels because each of these foods, especially soy, is used in many different forms and in items that you would never expect So, soy alone is going to be in the form of soy protein or soybean oil (laughs) or soy lecithin. There's so many different forms that it might be in. And I want you, for a temporary period of time, to avoid all of the different forms for dairy, wheat, and soy. So, I want you then to to transition into a true scientist where... You are going to be choosing a category one at a time and then carefully introducing these foods back into your diet. And when you're in this process of reintroduction, I really want you to listen, to be attuned to the changes that your system might be telling you. Because for some of you, these symptoms, they won't be immediate. With foods, it can take up to 72 hours for a symptom to develop, especially in the context of skin conditions. So I want you to take your time with reintroducing some of these foods. And it, that's why I want you to carefully just do one at a time, okay? Maybe start by bringing dairy back in and then transition into wheat and then transition into soy, But if you listen carefully to your body, I promise that you will begin to understand the language that it is speaking to you. And with that information, you get to decide from a more educated space how you want to feel each and every day. So if this has been helpful for you in any way, I ask of you to leave me a review so that others can have easier access to this information. The more reviews that this podcast receives, the more high it will rank in a search result. So if you have any ideas for future episodes or if you have comments about this episode, I ask that you take a few minutes right now and type them out. I promise I will read every single one of them. And if you're someone out there looking for some one-on-one support, I ask you to head over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free introductory consult with me. And with that, I thank you so much for your support of this podcast. And I look forward to talking to you soon. All right. Bye.